The Winter Olympics are now underway in Beijing, but it's a shame what's happening these days. On the one hand, you have thousands of athletes who have invested years of their lives into getting to what so often is their Olympics. Their one opportunity to compete on the biggest platform in the world and the very peak of their athletic careers, only to have the stands empty with restrictive protocols in place due to COVID-19. Yes, it's broadcast around the world for all to see, but the atmosphere is very different when you have thousands or tens of thousands cheering you on. Atmosphere drives adrenaline, creates excitement, and enhances performance. With all the overarching threat that no matter what you do, you could still test positive and have it all come crashing down around you at any time. It's tragic. On the other hand, The Olympic Games have become so political that it's more about country versus country than ever before. Well, maybe that's an overstatement. Perhaps it's always been this way. The Berlin Olympics were staged by Adolf Hitler to demonstrate Aryan supremacy, only to have that illusion dashed by Jesse Owens. We had the Black Power salute at the 68 Olympics in Mexico. When they returned to Germany for the Munich Games in 72, they were supposed to be the cheerful games until Palestinian Black September militants took 11 Israelis hostage and all were killed. In 1980, the Soviet Union had invaded Afghanistan and many countries boycotted the Moscow Olympics. Four years later, the Los Angeles Olympics were boycotted in retribution. Today, Many countries have withheld their dignitaries from attending because of China's treatment of the Uyghurs and people of other faiths, and from the use of slave labor in manufacturing souvenirs. A friend, Don Hutchinson, wrote an excellent article for Convivian on why Canada should be boycotting entirely. The link is in my blog post. Meanwhile, many athletes, often backed by their home nations, have taken a win-at-all-costs attitude. Performance-enhancing drugs are encouraged, as long as you don't get caught, and then we'll deny everything and kick you to the curb. I'll never forget the rush of watching Ben Johnson in the Seoul Olympics in 88 as he blew away the competition in the 100-meter. The unbelief as his gold medal was taken from him in the middle of his denials, and the heartbreak of learning that he had cheated using steroids. Soviet Union and Russia are well-known cheaters, and Russia has been banned from the Olympics. But not Russian athletes. I don't think I fully understand that. And of course, it's not just Russia. Every country wants to lead the world in athletics, and many will pay any price to make it happen. I love sports. I love watching the Olympics. Hockey and curling are two of my favorite sports, and winning gold for Canada is very rewarding. I enjoy the sports I rarely watch. Skiing in all its forms. Sledding. Skating. I love competition. But this time it feels different. I heard someone the other day say they won't be watching one minute of the Olympics and they won't be buying anything from any of the sponsors. Coca-Cola, Visa, Intel, Samsung, etc., because of their support of China. It's very sad. But the fact is, I will watch some of it, and I'll watch because of the athletes, not the sponsors or the location, probably more than I intend to, 
because I do get caught up in the competition and I want Canada to do well. I feel for the athletes who worked so hard to get there only to have COVID and politics once again raise their ugly heads. There are seven values associated with the Olympics. Friendship, excellence, respect, courage, determination, inspiration, and equality. Great values, great aspirations. I wish they were accompanied by great expectations. Now, for the sake of the athletes, on with the games.